Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Hello. We're good. We're here. We're actually up and running. Successfully. For once. <laughs> First try. Uh, we didn't do that thing where we start the stream, go off the stream, come back, come back again, lie about being live on Twitter, go back offline, <laughs> come back. We never lie. <laughs> do we never? We just multiply. We never lie. You've been muted this whole time. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. That's my bad. Oh, that's why uh, we open up with just bullcrap and we don't actually introduce ourselves or actually start the podcast episode because nine out of 10 times lies and deceit. Look, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I guess we should just go ahead and introduce ourselves for the podcast, huh? Yeah, let's, we'll start this. This is going to be a, a double header. We're going to record this. We're going to record two episodes back to back. Back to back to back. No, just there's just two of us. Oh. And there's only two episodes being filmed so it's just back to back do you remember that game was it yeah. army of two yes that we <laughs> back to back yes there were three of them they were pretty good i remember just the first one yeah there was a second one and then there was a third one where you played other people you, and like, the guys from the first one ended up i don't remember I'm Googling it. Right i remember now. it looking really good i tried to play but... the second one with you and you said no i don't want to play that game so we didn't play it. <laughs> that was the most anticlimactic story I've ever heard. Well, because wow. the last time I tried to get you to play a game you didn't want to play was Kane and Lynch too. Uh, I didn't care for Kane and Lynch. Yeah, you 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 left the room mid. Yeah, like, I didn't care for mid cutscene in one of the levels. Uh, it was a, a bit gruesome, and I just wasn't into it at the time. Okay, I'm down here. Okay, so Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel. Yeah, it kind of killed the franchise. Uh, it was good. It was fun. It was the same thing. Maybe a little less flavor. It doesn't say. Just Alpha and Bravo. I remember it's two rappers, right? Or two hip-hop artists? Oh, uh, well, the third one, you played different people. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. This is the best opening we've ever had. <laughs> Hands down. Debatable. <laughs> it's not debatable. Debatable. We stated it. Uh, so, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. My name is Anthony. Hello, Anthony. Hi, Christopher. We are uh, here today on this, what is it, Monday? I don't even know. Uh, Monday. It is a Monday. To we're following up on our short films. Uh, not February, right? It's not short film February. That would have worked. We should have done short film February. <laughs> Look, we're not good at themes. <laughs> this month, whatever month this is, yeah, you're probably gonna hear it in March. We're doing short films of the sci-fi and sci-fi adjacent variety because that's what we do on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. Go ahead and introduce our movies. Or short films. Um, did you watch them in the same order that I did? Or did you I did. Own? I deliberately watched them in the same order. Okay. Yeah. So the the, the first film, I guess that was my cue. Yeah. Is yeah, arc? Is it archetype? It's not archetype. It's not. It's not archetype. Yeah. Whichever one, it's not. Pick one. All right. It's archetype. <laughs> so the theme today, the doubleheader this week is uh, we once again went back to Dust Films on YouTube and found two. Short films with robots and the thumbnail. Yeah, I think that was our qualification for the... Those were our qualifications. Yeah. Yes, archetype. <sighs> uh, <laughs> so it, and they ended up actually being fairly similar films. I'm, I'm eager to talk about it. Uh, but this first one, Archetype, a film by Aaron Sims. Did you look up Aaron Sims? No, I looked up the actors. I did not look up the director or creator. Okay, okay. Well, let's jump in with the facts, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about Aaron Sims. Archetype 
It's got a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb with just over 500 ratings. I didn't find anything anywhere else. Did you find anything anywhere else? No. Good. <laughs> uh, the blurb here is robot named RL7 starts to doubt his actions. He understands that something is wrong with his memory and he is determined to do something about it. Uh, yeah. It's pretty robot, accurate. Yeah. A robot named RL7. Is this comma necessary? And there should be like an extra, I don't know, this first sentence needs to be rewritten, but it's fairly accurate. Once we, like we said, we can watch this on the Dust YouTube channel. It's not, uh, it's, they got tons and tons of science fiction short films, really, really cool stuff. This one comes in under 10 minutes. It's short. 701. Now, if you watch it on Dust, it's 512. Dust does speed up the credits. So we're talking about a five minute film with two minutes of credits because of the special effects. Oh, so it's a Disney Plus original, right? It is a Disney Plus original. <laughs> no, it is not. I don't think... Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> no, no, no. That was a joke. That no, was no. a joke. Uh, so I just gave a bunch of facts. We talked about this film. Uh, why don't Before we dive into the actors and all that, why don't you give your initial thoughts and opinions? Okay. So I'm going to vibe check you. Oh, man. With this one. Please. Uh, so in terms of just the opening sequence, I got very, very heavy... Halo and Mass Effect vibes, just with the really? just with the architecture and maybe kind of more mm. the technology, kind of like the the low flying interplanet or inter atmosphere spaceship, like the giant obelisks, kind of reminded me of those just a little bit. Okay, I got more Starship Troopers vibes, but okay, that's yeah. the little walking alien and then oh, the yeah. walking like bug thing and oh, but of course like Halo gives me big Starship Troopers <laughs> vibes, at least the early games do. So maybe that's it's almost as if one of them is inspired by the other. Yes, and then almost. the and then the rest of the short film, I definitely got a lot of Terminator slash iRobot kind of because we get and maybe even a little bit of the RoboCop reboot. You remember that one? Um, oh yeah, where they're they're in some. South I am Am- also cursed. They're in some South American country pacifying the rebels, uh, aka murdering innocent people i don't know i feel like you put your (laughs) air quotes around the wrong part of that sentence um well all right you know and then a lot like i said a little bit of irobot with kind of the what may or may not be a a robot maybe gaining sentience or maybe like because they even mention in it he's like bring the organics team in here so maybe it's a cyborg i don't know yeah 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 for just five minutes and it seven minutes really but for just a five minute short film that you can watch on the dust youtube channel i thought it was really cool we get like two head fakes back to back speaking of back to back um we're watching the recording like what we're watching isn't live it's you know the 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 debrief where this robot slash cyborg slash automaton 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 i don't know automaton like i I wouldn't even say like disobeys orders but just doesn't follow its combat directives right and then he's being in, what appears to be interrogated by some weird programmer man who yells at him, which I don't know about you. I wouldn't yell at the seven foot tall killing machine. I just, just me. It wasn't a good idea. Yeah, no. but <laughs> apparently uh, we're, in, we're in virtual reality. He's inside this operating system or his brain or whatever. And then um, he breaks out of his restraints or whatever. All in all, I really liked it. I thought it was kind of fun. I didn't realize how short it was. Like, obviously you can look at the time. But I, I never really do that. As soon as I start a video up, I usually just watch it unless it's something that like I'm really interested in. And I was just like, oh, five minutes, that's it? But yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. How about you? Uh, a lot of the same. Uh, the head fakes or whatever, 
or f- the first one was good. The second one was it made everything else make sense. This definitely felt more like a concept film than an actual full story. Um, it reminded me in that manner. It reminded me a bit of Nano, a short film we watched a few months ago, mm-hmm. where it's setting up all of this stuff for a bigger story, right? Okay. The difference being that in Nano, you actually have a beginning, middle, and end with the characters that are in it, while this one just kind of is an opening sequence. And it's it's almost like, oh, and then we fade to the name of the uh, the movie, and then there's not the rest of a movie. So it's a little... It's you. a little incomplete in that way. I was sort of say it was more of a concept film. Or maybe like the opening cutscene to like a game. Possibly. Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I, I just expect it to be like six months later. <laughs> Smoke, fire, children screaming, you know. Uh, it's always children screaming because... That's the most terrifying I, I don't know, I, don't know I guess so. I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a quick question. Oh, okay. So the robot's name is RL7. Yes. Is that a direct reference to Fallout 3 from that Mr. Gutsy companion you can get? Do you remember him? Sergeant RL3? No. Okay. Oh, is it a reference? Maybe. Do I remember that? Okay. No. Sorry. That's right. I only play good games, so. Are you playing Halo, right? Uh, I guess that doesn't make any sense. uh, (laughs) Anyways, uh, it probably, it probably is a reference. The design of the robot is different. Like, what did you, how did you feel about I'm going to bring the picture back up here. But how did you feel about the design of the robot? I thought it was really neat. Really kind of... I, I sent you a picture of this the other day, but um, that um, like kind of like the StarCraft soldier kind of thing. But then like mm-hmm. when they showed them in like... When they, you actually get to see them walking around in the in the footage. What was that game? Section 8? Do you remember that game? Section yeah, 8? I that's, remember Section 8. That's, I kinda, that's, the, that's the kind of vibe I felt with that. Gotcha. I, no, I really... I, because I guess they're supposed to be, you know, super bulky. Maybe kind of, what were those? Remember the droids in the Clone Wars? The ones that would just walk towards you? Do I remember Star hand? Wars? Yeah. Choo, choo, choo. Like those guys? Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't know. He feels a little top-heavy. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're going to make a murder robot. Oh, I'm sorry. A combat android <laughs> robot thing. A peacekeeper who a happens pacifier. to be mechanical. Yeah. Yes. A, uh, maybe, you know, maybe strengthen the legs. You know, don't don't make it so easy to for him to fall over. <laughs> eh, the the face is interesting. I liked it that it was. I like that it it looks alien, just or just alien enough, even though it's it's not an alien, and they're using it to fight humans. So I like I liked the idea of it, but I I feel like um yeah I feel like Buzz Lightyear here would just fall right <laughs> over. That's yeah. what it looks like, right? That's the Buzz Lightyear chest piece, kind of Buzz Lightyear, and the yeah. flippy hat helmet thing. The helmet goes whoosh. I could see that. I can see, see it, it back there. I yeah. see it. I mean, they added some shadows in here, uh, similar to the last couple of short films we watched, so that the CGI doesn't look as bad, you know? Yeah. It's the early 2000s, late 90s. Let's add some fog so you can't see the the, the bad wi- parts. The wires hanging. Holding <laughs> yeah, up the, the wires hanging yeah. around. The effects on his voice are okay. I've yet... It's so rare that the voice modulation or voice uh, sound effects on a robot or android type character are good it all i always feel i feel like and especially the lower the budget it's overdone like it doesn't have to be as modulated it doesn't have to be you don't have to have so many effects layered in you could do something more subtle you know maybe just some tinniness or something something i just it felt like it was a bit much it, it kind of knocked me i was like oh that's that's a voice <laughs> that's his i guess which one would you rather have would you rather have 
the very distinct like robotic cadence or would you mm. rather have what what this robot appeared to have which is kind of like maybe human inflection but overly modulated i guess it's the real well why is it even modulated uh, like because i like guess it's have... supposed to be synthesized right right but we have synthesized voices now like almost everyone has a smartphone mm-hmm. and a lot of people use some sort of voice assistant right sure. if you're using siri or whatever the samsung one is or google i don't use any of it i can't remember any of their names i'm sorry the it doesn't sound like a robot you know and i mean so i guess like i guess it would be more realistic for it to sound closer to your gps system cuz it's trying to put together sentences that hasn't put that aren't you know complete okay than heavily modulated okay like it should be alien and and non-human in the way that it's putting the sentences together and maybe some new words or sounds and not the actual sound of the voice so i guess the first one is my long-winded answer let me propose a hypothetical because this is our favorite part of the podcast right yeah it is you're living in a south american country right for whatever reason your government has sold the water rights on your land because you know they make arbitrary decisions to Nestle, okay. and Nestle wants so California. Those, Nestle wants those water rights, and so yeah. it sends in its um, peacekeeper slash murder bots, right? The pacifiers, yes. And it rolls up on your like you got a house. Mm-hmm. It's a house. Uh, knocks on the door. You open it, and Siri tells you that you have to evacuate, or else you know lethal force will be authorized, or a heavily modulated synthesized voice tells you that you have to get out right mm. I, I guess the question isn't which one would you rather hear because i don't want to hear either of those voices <laughs> but which one yeah. would become more intimidating you would just be like siri i don't know help yeah. me help me find a way out of here <laughs> maybe they de- deliberately designed it to be intimidating yeah and off-putting or foreign alien or, yeah but it makes it difficult to follow sure. for the purposes of the audience. No, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't. He doesn't talk to the people that are being systematically routed from their rebel bases <laughs> in the forest of Endor. They are. They're just being shot. Yeah. I mean, they literally just. Yeah. There's a woman like, huddled on the ground, and another guy is about to blow her to pieces, and then it cuts off. Yeah. So, yeah. And so. It cuts off. I mean, the one guy that does get killed on screen. It's just a puff of blood, like yeah, a red mist. Yeah. Like a person is there, and then the person's not there, but there is instead red <laughs> mist. Doesn't what whatever, and there's not nearly enough red mist to make up for all of a two hundred pound person. Oh goodness. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so we could we could. I, I think we're focusing we might, too much on the voice here. We are <laughs> focusing too much on the voice and just the overall design of the robot. I mean, it's just meant to show off. Um, all the different pieces and whatnot that it can, you know, the the design. So the the creator of this, I did say we were going to get back to that. His name is Aaron Sims. Uh, he was the writer on this and the director. And he owns a kind of art and special effects company. Uh, I lost the name of it because I am a professional. <laughs> uh, Aaron Sims Creative. Now, if you go to Aaron Sims Creative's list on... Uh, or just Aaron Sims' uh, profile on IMDb, you're going to see that he's been in the, uh, you know, quote-unquote, the art department, the special effects. Wow. For 148 films, including tons of films that you've already seen. A few that we've actually uh, discussed on the podcast. Concept um, art. But just in yeah. 2021, he did. He was a concept artist 
for Cowboy Bebop, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Cinderella, Candyman, Free Guy, Jungle Cruise, Tomorrow War, the Underground Railroad miniseries that I didn't know happened, Resident Alien, Coming to America with the, with the number two, because that's not confusing, and Chaos Walking. So he was just tons and tons of concept art. If you roll back really, really far. Uh, yeah. It. <laughs> the TV mm. series in 1990. And nice. then Baby's Day Out. He also did the special effects for Doom, <laughs> the 2005 Carl Urban film. Excellent. Is it a Carl Urban film or a Dwayne Johnson film? I think it's a Carl Urban film, regardless. If the answer can be Carl Urban, the answer it's is probably Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so he's, this is definitely another case of somebody who is entrenched in one part of the movie industry branching out and doing something else yeah or i mean this could be do you think this also might be like a show-off kind of thing like hey yeah this is what i can do hire my company (laughs) yeah absolutely i i I think so i mean he has four directing credits this archetype is from 2011 i don't think we've mentioned that this is 10 years old Mm -hmm. so for cgi kind of uh, showcase it works really really well especially for 10 years ago um, he did a few, he did another one that year, one older and then one a little newer. So I think it, it just breaking into new things for sure. So the actors. Yeah, let's jump into them. Uh, the only two named actors, uh, I guess principal. Oh, did you see a third? I didn't see a third. The credits moved by so fast on the Dust video that I, I was able to do frame by frame for them. But Robert Joy uh, plays, he's just called Jones. Yeah. He's interrogating the robot. Uh, but he's been plenty of things. He's got over a hundred and he's got over a hundred credits, so 140. Been in a bunch of stuff, CSI New York for 165 episodes. Yeah, that's probably so. if you recognize this guy's because you watched CSI New York. He yeah. played Sid Hammerback. Or if you watched what the TV name. movie Killer Instinct from the files of Candace DeLong. Um no. Yeah. Uh no, he's just he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Kind of cool. Really neat that he gets this far. And then uh, ironically enough, he was also in a short film called Singularity of the same year, but not the same short film that we watched as well. Uh, and yeah. then Elle Newlands, primarily, I guess, voice acting. She was in Star Trek Into Darkness, which is cool. Like additional voices, Doom Eternal, a bunch of voices. So she's done. Of, yeah. She's got 53 credits. Yeah. Um, oh, she was Almost Freya. all of it unnamed voice acting. Yeah, she was, yeah. In, she was Freya from the, the Dragonborn DLC. Cool. Yeah, cool. she's in all of the. She's in. I guess she plays a character in World of Warcraft. Yeah, neat. Yeah, so. Oh, cool. she was in Halo Four. Grant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lots of stuff. Who's the last one? I'm sorry. The voice actor for RL Seven mm. is David Anders. Okay. Someone else has, he has 35 credits. So these are all people who've been around for sure. I really didn't recognize. You know, like he does a ton of television. He's in 70 episodes of iZombie, so I guess he's a principal actor there. He's in 14 episodes of Vampire Diaries, 15 episodes. Oh, he plays Dr. Wells slash Dr. Victor Frankenstein in Once Upon a Time. Some other random episodes, eight episodes of Necessary Roughness. So I mean, he either just didn't never got a break into movies, he's done a few, or he just really liked television. He, w- he was in 15 episodes of Hero, six episodes of 24. Yeah. I recognize oh, him from Oh, 56 Vampire episodes Diaries. of Alias. There it is. Okay. Say again? I recognized him from Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. So he did the voice. He went in and he got paid for his hour of work. Hopefully they validated his parking. Good stuff. 
Very good stuff. They all did well enough. It's weird to have, they feel like veterans. Like they're not super well-known A-list celebrities, but these are definitely veteran working actors. Professionals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that just goes to show maybe, maybe uh, how connected Aaron Sims was to be like, hey guys, you got 45 minutes? <laughs> well, I mean, did yeah. David Andrews even have to leave his house? <laughs> I don't know how they, you know? I mean, this is 2011, so I imagine he did leave his yeah, house to go fair. record this. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, a little different there. Not like, you know, now, now. You just, <laughs> yeah. Can you go in your closet and record four lines to me? Yeah, Here's $70. No like, all right. I was like, I don't get out of bed for less than 200, but for you, <laughs> I don't even check my email. Oh, there's a bunch of other credits, but that's all they're all extras, more or less. Sure. War Robot 3 is Stefan Reichstadt. Yeah, whatever. Um, War Dang. Robots. Interesting. Jeez. So overall, I, I personally, as much as I, I don't regret watching this film, it was a decent five minutes, especially in our theme. It's not something that I could recommend. Like I it's not something I'd say, hey, you you should go watch this. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could say it's not worth the price of subscription because it is on YouTube and that is free. Um, or you've got a 20 second ad or whatever. Maybe. Unskippable now. (laughs) Yes. So I'm not, I don't know if I can recommend it. I don't think it was like that mind blowing. Maybe if I saw it in 2011, the CGI would have been enough for me to share it, but it's not 2011. It's fair. Sorry. What about you? That's a fair criticism. I guess I would only recommend it if like, like if, if it's your jam to like, I just want to watch a bunch of sci-fi short films. Mm-hmm. Why not? Right, but it's free. <laughs> you can't. It's hard. It's hard to argue with free. I mean, you got five to seven minutes of your time. You know, let's say you're bored at work. You're working from home. You know, pandemic stuff, and you know, just watch a short film. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Expand sure. your mind. Go out there, people. Watch a short film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why yeah. Not? You reached your weekly experience cap on whatever live service game they've got you stuck playing. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not short film? Why not? Okay, awesome. Let's uh, <laughs> let's transition. Okay, here I let's. Well, let me pause you there. Uh oh. I have another recap of an episode from a year ago. Oh, okay. So on one twenty eight of twenty twenty one, we re- we released the Wandering Earth. You remember this movie? I do remember that movie. The one where <laughs> what a weird movie. <laughs> the one where the Earth uh, becomes a spaceship. Whatever. Yes. Uh, I, I guess technically the Earth is already. A, I don't want to talk about it. So as of 128, 2021, IMDb, 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 70% fresh, 48% audience score. As of today, IMDb, 6 out of 10, 71% fresh. Oh. Gained a percentage there, uh, 48% audience score. So that movie's definitely a solid 7 out of 10. It deserves yeah. a little higher. Yeah. I, I think it's I think we've talked about this a lot with foreign language films is, you know, the humor doesn't translate either that or people just like, why are they speaking Mandarin? Well, dummy, because it's a Chinese movie. <laughs> well, oh, do you remember um, when we watched Shadow and Bone and we reviewed the first episode of that? I, I remember reading the one of the reviews because I don't I don't think you were you finished the series, right? We were very split decision on that one. One of the one of the complaints was like, you know, this is your best friend. Why would you leave them? Um, and then if you had actually watched the episode, you realize that she's pretty much taken against her will. Uh, <laughs> and they had given the show a one out of 10. So I was like, okay. So you didn't watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You didn't There's watch a lot it, of those so. on IMDb. Yeah. So don't trust uh, IMDb ratings. Always. Use yeah. multiple sites to determine. Or just listen to the podcast. 
Download on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. And Google Podcasts, Good and Pods, Podcast, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. We're actually on a few other services that I forgot we were on. I, I went through when we first... I Heart Radio, right? We're on iHeartRadio, I believe. <laughs> we're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. If, if you want, you could just come to our houses and listen to us record the episodes instead. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on that. You go to Chris's house, <laughs> he'll help you out. All right. So can I transition now? Yes. All right. Perfect. So for our second, no, but for our second episode based on robots, which <laughs> just just so you know, like we when we say we pick two episodes based on robots, we there are robots in the thumbnail, and we're like, well, there's robots. That's a theme, yeah. and we went with it. <laughs> I, I spammed Anthony with I think five or six different short films. And he yeah. was like, let's do the ones that have robots in the thumbnail. I was like, deal. <laughs> yep, yep. So this will be the first time we've repeated a title. I didn't think it would be this title that we repeated. <laughs> but we watched Singularity. And no, we didn't find the Aurora cut. And Still no, waiting. John Cusack is not in this film. Which is, I think, a, a great disservice. <laughs> Uh, sure. <laughs> no, that we couldn't if, find the Aurora cut. That's what oh, I Oh, that meant. we couldn't find the Aurora cut. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I ever need to see another John Cusack film. I think I'm good on all of that. Uh, so Singularity on IMDb. Bam. Six out of 10 stars with a median score of six and a rhythmic mean of 6.1. Very much in the middle. Uh, 32.8% of people gave it a six out of 10. That is craziness. To give you the blurb on this one, in the midst of a war between humans and sentient androids, a Delta Force team must battle a dangerous enemy to rescue the U.S. president. Cool. When did this come out? I can't read that. 2015. Okay. Nine minutes long. Uh, did you... I, I didn't find it anywhere else. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't even find it on YouTube except for on Dust. <laughs> Maybe it's a so, Dust original. So yeah. It might be a Dust original. Uh, I looked up the director on this one as well, since you know that, that worked out so well last time. Uh, also primarily visual effects. Okay. And by primarily, I mean he has d- written and directed three things, and he has 27 digital effects, digital compositor credits. A lot of Matrix movies, so and other stuff we've seen. Okay. okay. Uh, talk to me about Singularity. Uh, talk to me about this version of Singularity. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, no, uh, I'm going to vibe check you first. Please. I would expect nothing less. I got three vibes. A little bit of Call of Duty. A little bit of Call of Duty. And I have here uh, Battle Los Angeles in parentheses. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's... Alien Warfare in parentheses. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, so it definitely. Was, how did, what did Alien Warfare really? There were no blenders in this film. <laughs> I saw one in the break room. I think it's just more along the lines of like the premise of it. Like the whole mm. idea of alien warfare was this special operation or the special ops team has to, I think they were Navy SEALs, actual Navy SEALs. I don't know if these guys were actually Delta Force, but who knows, um, had to go to this facility and rescue people. That's exactly the plot of this, right? Yeah, okay. But I definitely got Battle Los Angeles vibes, which is really cool because both of us really like that movie. It's really fun. Yeah. And like the there I think there is a scene where they go to a hospital or maybe a school in that movie and they have to rescue some people, not the president of the United States. But uh no, I th- I thought this was really neat. I I so they they're they're battle and what are they called? Battle androids? 
Yeah, they're, they're, they're different breed of war robots. Okay, yeah, because they called them clankers, which I thought was kind of funny because that's also what they call the droids from the Clone Wars cartoon shows. They call them clankers. Yes, they call them clankers. Um, uh, so. the, the description or the, the blurb just calls them sentient androids. Sentient androids, okay. Yeah. Which I thought androids were supposed to look like humans. So maybe it's just the face and maybe all humans in the future are seven feet tall. <laughs> um. But uh, I actually, uh, I've got my own blurb. Oh, that I wrote specifically. Um, you wrote it. Yep. Oh, this Delta Force operators infiltrate a facility to exfiltrate the president. Basic. Basic. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's that's all I got. Oh, I I think I liked this one a little bit less. I think maybe okay. it was too much. There was action sequences which we didn't get really in the. I mean, we kind of got one action sequence. Um, but we got up close shots of guys walking around in their airsoft gear, shooting their airsoft guns with special effects. I thought the 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 androids were actually really cool looking. You know, they were kind of yeah. creepy. I wasn't sure at first if they were aliens or not. Um, viewers slash listeners, this is your first time tuning in. We haven't mentioned it yet. We do no research before watching these. So everything that we find out is after. But yeah, I didn't know if they were aliens or not. Uh, and we're in Washington, D.C., which was kind of cool. We got to see the Washington Monument blown up for the, I don't know, the 50th time on <laughs> on screen. Yeah, dude. It's been blown up a lot recently. It's kind of an easy target because it's just... It's just there. Yeah. Really, it's taking one for the team because it's no <laughs> no one's in it, right? It's just blocking rockets at this point. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, uh, yeah, I, it was still... I still had fun. I just don't think yeah. I liked it as much as I liked okay. um, Archetype. Archetype. How about you? This film was okay. They put all of their, they put most of their special effects all into the last 30 seconds where they actually show an Android up close. Because before that, it's a lot of movement from far away noises. It's dark. They're turning the lights on and off, you know, that type of thing. Very clever tricks to hide the enemy until the very end, which is a good thing. Like the way it's done and the budget and all that, that's, that's very, very good. Uh, definitely big Battle LA vibes, which I mean, if you're getting Battle LA vibes, you're getting Call of Duty vibes. That's just, I think that's, fair. Th- that's just how it is, right? Did you ever play the Battle LA game? Yeah, we talked about this. I played it no, for like did 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I got a solid, I got a couple hours of fun out of it. It is more of an action film. It doesn't ask any questions. So like the last one, Ar- Archetype had, not I don't say questions, but it's like, oh, is this robot got pieces of, is it really an, uh, a cyborg that they've made think it's a robot and they're programming it? Why do they have human bits inside of it? Who is this person? Who are they fighting and why are they doing it this way? It asks a lot of questions to try to do a lot of uh, mysterious world building. Yeah. This one is like, we're in, we're shooting stuff. We get the president, we get out, lots of explosions at the end. And then, ooh, a twist <gasps> in the last second. <gasps> And it's it. That's it. So it, it asks that one. The twist at the end is the one thing that might give birth to a bigger story, but all of the other characters are dead. So it hasn't introduced anybody that would actually be involved in a future project. So in, in that way, I feel like, I mean, I guess it's more of a complete film, but it's also nine minutes. Like, <laughs> it feels short. I mean, just com- even compared to the stuff we normally do. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, seven forty-five on dust with the sped up credits. So it went by really quick. 
Like we we, the, I, we talked in the past yeah. about how like some things feel every second of their runtime, and I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, that's it. Okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's yeah. move on. But it has. Can I say the soldiers are loud? They're like they're like infiltrating this. Is it a hospital? I don't know what it is, and <laughs> they're just like, you wait here. I can't. I don't want to yell into the mic. I'll redline yeah. it. But they're just yelling at each other. Uh, there's nothing covert about their infiltration whatsoever. Right? Also, they took an elevator, which you never take an elevator in the middle of an emergency. You always take the stairs. The fact that they got out of that elevator is very surprising. I guess not with the twist at the end, but it was surprising up to that point. Yeah, that's fair. I think the biggest thing I have to say negative about this film, and I put in my notes, we've already kind of made this joke, but this isn't the Aurora cut. <laughs> I can't even pretend it takes place in the same universe because the robots look so different. But it would have been cool to be like, oh, this was the early days of the Singularity event. John Cusack's over there in a tower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but overall, I, I think it is better presented than the last film. And if you're looking for a short, more of a military action film than a science fiction film, it's not bad. Yeah, I, it's, it, I think you are right. It is complete. Like there is a distinct middle, like beginning, middle and end. Whereas the other one really honestly felt just like, I don't even want to say an art school project, but it was really just, hey, look what I can do with CGI. Yeah. Look what I can do. Look what I can do with my art department. Like even with the practical effects. Um, yeah. And this one well, is definitely. Look at this. Look at the picture of this. I want to bring up a, a different picture of the robot. The, excuse me, the, the sentient murder android. <laughs> look at that thing with like part of its face broken off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really I mean, the the design is top notch. I mean, it's an it's I think they're using the term androids. I think it's supposed to resemble a human. But the way the pipes look like, you know, muscle yeah. fibers. And yeah, very. The little pumps and very stuff. Very Terminator. Yeah. The, yeah. But I like the kind of ceramic face. It really adds, I mean, it adds to the creep factor quite a bit, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I thought there were aliens at first. And then. Yeah. Then we got a I didn't up. because I read the blurb on YouTube. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I see. So. I see. Uh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very, very cool design. I think I, I liked this design of the robots more than uh, the last movie. Cool. At some point, they should just hit it. They should just explode the Washington Monument and rebuild it. And we can use that archive footage for war movies <laughs> for the next 50 years. I think we could take one for the team on that. What do you think? I uh, I, I have a friend. We were watching a football game. And um, a, a preview for White House Down came on. This is how long ago this was. Okay. And his, his dad was in the room. And he's like, I hate it when that happens. And I was like, you hate it when what happens? Like, I hate it when they show the White House on fire and they show our, our monuments being destroyed. It's not patriotic. I was like, you know, it's a movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not real, right? It's it's like it's a it's fiction. It's not patriotic. <laughs> <sighs> oh my goodness! I think this they they had a uh, Hispanic president, which I thought was pretty cool. I can only think of one other film that had a Hispanic president in it. I can't think of a single movie that had a Hispanic president in it. Machete Kills. Oh, I never and watched Machete Hispanic Kills. President. Yes. Um, I'm saying his, he's Hispanic. <laughs> he's presented as uh, he's someone as Hispanic. of Latinx. What? <laughs> what a, Carlos Estevez is how he is credited. Oh. Better known as Charlie Sheen. <laughs> plays the president of the United States of America in Machete Kills. <sighs> a, a duo of films that we will eventually... Even though they're not quite sci-fi, we'll eventually have to watch them. We'll do some sort of action <laughs> Abs- movie. Absurdist monster. fiction. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. A little too violent, maybe, for the pod. 
You're right. I mean, I, I, I say that we just watched a, a short film where a dude got vaporized, right? He got turned into right, a but pink mist. But there's a there's a difference. <laughs> Wait, is Machete Kills the one with Steven Seagal, or is that just is that the first one? First one. Okay, the one where he like commits seppuku and it takes like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Sudoku at the end of that movie. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Overall, not a bad duo of films. They both ended up having sentient robots in them, but at approaching the the idea very differently. We have the sentient androids that are going to kill humanity for some unknown reason, usually just because we exist. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, kind of cruddy we, that way. Because we created them to do our bidding, and then they rebel against their creators, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, yeah, yada, yeah, yada, yeah, yada. yeah. My parents made me do chores, and I didn't kill them. Yeah. I have not yet committed matricide. Yet. I will never commit matricide. <laughs> I was just pointing out the word that you said. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> you said yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Do you have anything else to say about these films? Do you recommend Singularity beyond um, or more than the other? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's at least something to watch, right? Like, yeah, like you at least get content that's not a guy talking to a blank wall and then, you know, whatever. But I, again, I, I can't argue as as the price of subscription is exactly zero dollars. Zero. So it's hard to argue with free. But yeah, I guess I would recommend it. We've seen free things that we absolutely do not recommend. It's a fact. <laughs> so, it's an absolute fact. Because yeah. you do stuff to spend your time. <laughs> But so not bad, not bad at all. Okay, well, the the audio wasn't completely like mixed terribly, like the the first frontier was. <laughs> That's true. So I mean, it just did it they ever re-release that? Uh, I wa- I tried to watch it again a few months ago, and the audio is still bad. So very sad. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're gonna be doing more Star Trek fan films. Spoiler alert! All right, uh, we're well, ramping if... up for Star Trek Day. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. Ooh, our first contact day in April. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Well, we've got a few more weeks of short film. A few more weeks. We've got a few more episodes, streams of short films to fill. We have some stuff that we've looked at that we're, we're considering. But if you find any science fiction short films on YouTube or otherwise that you think would uh, be, would tickle our fancy, please send them our way. We're at Sci-Fi Wise Guys on Twitter and Instagram, Sci-Fi Wise Guys at gmail.com, twitch.tv slash Sci-Fi Wise Guys. I think we're everywhere as Sci-Fi Wise Guys. Pretty much, yeah. You can throw them to us on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys Discord, whatever it is. Yeah. And if you still use a hammer and chisel to communicate, we're on Facebook.com is the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group. For now. For now. <laughs> For now. We don't really use Facebook and it's it's... Like personally, we don't use Facebook and it shows when you go to our Facebook group that has been <laughs> updated in months. Uh, but we still get alerts. So if you do want to reach out there, you can feel free. Am I B rolling us out? Please B roll us out. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and um, don't commit genocide against an entire group of people, murder robots. Don't make murder robots. Even better. <laughs> Let's go one step back. <laughs> Let's better. outlaw ro- murder robots. Anything that can kill based on its own decisions <laughs> should probably just if it has to make a tactical decision on whether or not you should or should not live out, i'm out yeah i'm out don't make it come on skynet yeah. get together genesis it's genesis now isn't it <laughs> then they changed the name i don't remember i'm out i'm out on all of it yeah thanks guys 
Appreciate Bye. Do you remember that time you were like, I haven't committed matricide yet? <laughs> yeah. Did you see my mom respond? Yes. That's why I said it. I said matricide specifically because it was in chat. <laughs>